Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with Professor Dreg. Thank you guys for listening so much. If you guys like this podcast, please be sure to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps the show get ranked. I know a lot of folks have been tuning in intensively. I really appreciate you guys' emails for sending them in. If you like this podcast, be sure to send it and share it with like five of your friends or people who you think would get some value out of this. I know some of you probably don't like Professor Dreck, think he's boring, uninteresting. Yes, I've gotten some of those messages. But at the same time, you know, I know that we're not here to satisfy everybody. So if you do get some value out of this, I know it's not a very conventional podcast format. Yes, eventually we'll have more diversity or I should say guests on the show, but that's to come, you know, right now it's a daily show that kind of goes weekdays, Monday through Friday, as much as we can. And as of right now, until we scale up, this is how we are working with and what we're working with on this podcast. So just wanted to give you guys that quick little announcement and update here. For those of you who are wondering where I've been and why I haven't made YouTube videos in a couple of weeks, I've been very, very busy. And I know that's the worst excuse in the world, but understand that I'm in a life transition and looking to get some things together before I jump back in and start making content again. I also think that my content could do with some improving. So that's also another reason for a little bit of the change up. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple of things we can talk about. You know, the one of the things that I wanted to discuss, even if we talk about this or we talk about my old walk away video, which you brought up actually a couple of days here, Professor Dreg, I wanted to talk a little bit more so about <coughs> Ilhan Omar, uh, especially her marital history and all that. There's a lot of accusations and rumors that she actually married her brother to skirt across U.S. immigration law. Probably one of the big reasons why she's all for pro-open borders and all that. But um, the thing that I want to get at is, number one, why is this something that is only being talked about now specifically uh, even though this was something that was constantly being brought up in the past when she first got elected into Congress. And number two, why are people surprised also culturally? Because here's the thing. We've talked about Islam a little bit in the past, and I'm not here to take pot shots at anybody. But this is something that's condoned in places like Pakistan, in prevalent you know, Islamic countries. It's just a fact. So, I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? We can dive into it a little bit more because I have more aspects that I want to discuss regarding uh, Democrat immigration policies because it's all tied together, specifically people like Beto, Beto's uh, immigration policies as well. But uh, on the concept of that, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I'm trying to find any type of real documents that would state that she actually married her brother. And I think that that's the inconsistency here is because uh, uh, I, I can't find any, but, 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 but the thing is, 
Yeah, I mean, those documents have actually been destroyed. <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm saying. I want to tie this into Hillary Clinton because I feel like Democrats have a tendency to destroy records whenever there's any kind of uh, evidence that would put them in a compromising position. And the thing is, nobody gets called out for this. Nobody on the left, on the Democrat side, does this. Dinesh D'Souza pointed this out very accurately where he mistakenly over-donated to somebody's campaign and got put in prison for that lost his voting rights temporarily. And for people like, you know, Democrats like Hillary Clinton and Ilhan Omar, I guess you can just pretty much get away with murder, literally, if you're Clinton. And, you know, nobody will say anything about it. Well, okay, so here's the thing with uh, Representative Omar. Even though we can't find the records, um, I really can't find them. But what I can find is that the documents are actually, a lot of them are missing. And some are just plain blank. <laughs> it's like, she, you know, like, you remember how we were speaking about e, uh, the EB-5? Yeah, of course. Um, system. So someone, for someone like her, mm-hmm. uh, she would have to go through the U.S. CIS as well <clears throat> to get, you know, her green card status and all this other BS and whatnot. Sure. So it just seems like they're all incomplete. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, but, but anyway, so what I take from this, it's clear that some sort of corruption is going on here. Right. And it's totally acceptable for, I don't want to say um, all politicians, but I, I believe all politicians are, totally in on this whether you're republican or whether you're democrat everybody's okay with all of this type of corruption because think about this Mm -hmm. for whatever reasons we can't find her her history okay fine we can't find it you know there's accusations of her marrying her brother you know whatever so even yeah but you see this is what pisses me off is because you know if it were anybody else, right? If it were Trump, if it were whoever else, people would be kicking up the biggest fuss about it. Anything about the legality of any kind of actions for Democrats or even birth history or anything remains unquestioned on their side. But for Republicans, for people on the right, it's always something that we're taking into account. You want to know why this is also important? Is because I have a strange feeling or a hunch that even though we're all for open borders on the side of the left, on the Democrats, right? If I were to ever be in a position of political office, I think that me being born in a Muslim country in itself would already arouse some controversy. That's what I'm talking about is that it goes unquestioned. And therefore, you know, there are certain things that we may even deem to be just part of the whole constitutional process that flat out gets ignored. Immigration, too. Well, think about this, though. Because when, when you say missing documents, that's like saying missing citizenship papers, missing birth record. You know, it's like... But see, okay, but I want to really focus on the corruption aspect. Because <clears throat> here's the thing. Yeah? Everybody's corrupt. All the politicians are corrupt. Let's just assume this. Yeah, of course. Uh, because they're... I mean, you know, Omarosa. Remember yeah. her? Oh, yeah. She's getting you know, dinged for 50,000 bucks. For what? 
uh, some kind of White House. She was uh, in the White House for a little while. She did something, and then she didn't. She didn't. Um, she forgot to file some kind of paperwork or something like that. So, but here's the thing, and they're making a big deal about this. Hold on, you know, I should, maybe I should pull that up because I, I want to be real specific about this. Anyway, but here's the thing: the reason why the media. Mm-hmm. Right, the liberal, liberal and Fox, the reason why all media focuses more on conservatives being corrupt versus liberals, because it is acceptable for liberals to be corrupt. Why is that? That's the question. How come it's acceptable for liberals to be corrupt and not conservatives? Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of that old Old, uh, you, that you, old. You, you do as much as refer to a gay person wrong and you being a conservative and it's a witch hunt against you but you well know. see but that that's the point but but here's here's the thing why is it acceptable why is it acceptable to call out conservatives for for being corrupt and not liberals mm-hmm. see, and i'll tell you real quick the reason is because conservatives are supposed to be always morally on the moral high ground so it's expected that conservatives have a higher ethical standard because most conservatives consider themselves christians so it's easy to call a conservative politician a hypocrite (laughs) and it's filled with hypocrisy and that's what it really does. It reminds me of the old uh, Norm Macdonald joke when he's talking about Cosby. <laughs> I'm not, you gotta well, look how up. does it go? I don't even remember. I've never seen that. It, it's because um, anyway, so Norm Macdonald's talking about how, you know, he loved Bill Cosby. He was one of his idols, yeah. you know, up until the part when he was uh, convicted of rape. And he goes, yeah, you know, a lot of people are angry at Cosby because they're saying that, uh, it's the hypocrisy because he was America's dad, but then he was raping people mm-hmm. and like, you know, and just the hypocrisy of him pretending not to be a terrible person. And, uh, but that actually does apply to conservatives because conservatives have this image of being squeaky clean, faithful, you know, yeah. what I mean? it kind of comes with the virtue kind of comes with yes. the virtue. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. So, so Norm McDonald makes this joke like, yeah, you know, to me, hypocrisy is not one of, it's not that big of a deal he goes like if i was one of those uh women you know i would think the raping would be worse than the hypocrisy <laughs> and then he said something like uh and then the drugging is also worse than you know the hypocrisy and uh, anyway sure, sure. you gotta listen to it but it's funny but that's the thing people are more focused on hypocrisy then they are the actual crimes. Yeah, that's and, a good, and, no, you're absolutely right. That's a good that's point. And that's why it's so bad when, and when I keep saying, and, and maybe this is why people are saying I'm boring or bad or whatever. <laughs> no, no, that's one person. Everybody else loves you. <laughs> no, 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 I don't care. <laughs> I was just making a joke. <laughs> but, but it's the truth. It's like I cannot stay away from Christianity because that's how they use Christianity against the right because they call them a bunch of hypocrites. Right. That, and that's, maybe that's why I love Norm Macdonald so much, but, but it, there is a lot of truth to that. Can you imagine that, that they're yeah. using hypocrisy? See, because look at Omar, I can't for sure say, 
because I man, if I could find these documents, I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them forward. But it's not like I'm gonna go crazy looking for her marital records. Sure. Um, but yeah, the way she came here as a refugee from Somalia, mm-hmm. nah, there's something shady about how they did it. Because in theory, if it doesn't matter, you're supposed to go through the EB five process. You spend the money because she's not a true refugee. It wasn't like you know the king was gonna or the you know i don't want to say king but the um their political leadership of somalia was trying to kill her you know that's not how it went down so on that note i don't even know how she got refugee status but anyway so long story short (laughs) no but it's the truth i'm I'm, I'm trying to find her paperwork and i'm thinking how did how did she even get in but maybe she got in through obama i don't know like, honestly, because, you know, he, Obama did a lot of shady shit and nobody cared. Why? Because they knew he was a former cokehead. Seriously, he was doing coke. He was open about it. Why do they love Bush? You know, what was the uh, Jeb Bush's brother? Not the one who just died, but everybody loves the other Bush. Why? Because he admitted to doing drugs and crap like that. So he's kind of like, he's, he's like uh, McCain. He's one of those. You know, you're, you're, you're screwed. You're screwed either way, because if you're a conservative and you say, <laughs> yeah, I smoked a little pot in college, you're going to have some people going, well, he's not fit to be in office because he smoked a little pot when he was 12. And then on the other hand, if you don't <laughs> bring it up, then they use it against you. No, no, no. But check this out. I'm saying this. I believe like they had that bush on jimmy kimmel and jimmy kimmel and and that other bush were getting along just fine and and here's the thing when you are a republican quote-unquote conservative and you are well liked by the left there is something wrong with your moral character and that's why they love you (laughs) but it's the truth yeah who are the republicans the left loves they love John McCain. And see, and John McCain was a royal screw up when he was in the Navy. He really was. He, uh, and look, was he captured? Yeah, he was. Was he tortured? Yes, he was. But that doesn't really make him a hero. It just makes him a survivor. He survived. Mm-hmm. That's all he did. But when you look at what he actually did for the military, he did nothing great. He was like second or third lowest in his class. Not that grades matter, but, you know, because his, his dad was a great man. They named that ship after him. You know what I mean? So his, he comes like his dad was a real admiral. You know, it wasn't like some kind of phony baloney, you know, whatever. He worked his way up. He became an admiral. Uh, so his, his lineage is great. But him right. himself, he was a shithead. He, he blew up... Uh, some kind of like engine like he ignited some jet fuel on the ship and and he could have killed people on that thing and him and some other guy they got in trouble for that and uh like like discipline is part of his military record and so you know but because of his name mccain yeah they looked the other way it's like ah, that's just little johnny there you know acting out because sure you know what i mean so he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth uh, didn't work as hard as his dad or his grandfather or, you know, whatever. Anyway, so long story short, they loved McCain because he was a fuck up. He was. He wasn't. And I, I'm, I'm learning this about Christian people, like the ones that I, I respect, you know, because most Christians I don't respect. Uh, 
because they talk a good game about being Christian, like, like Bush and stuff like uh, this. I'll, like, I'll give you credit right here. All right. Uh, you admitted to a lot of crappy crap, you know, sexually, but now you're trying to fix yourself. It's called repentance. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? I don't know, but, but okay. So, but here's the thing. And, and this is why I kind of came to the conclusion that I think God is talking about heaven is actually literally going to be earth, but it only comes when you live a certain way. See, like, um, what's that called? You know, remember how we're talking about multi-level marketing, how that's like a Christian thing, like Jesus invented it. See, that is actually a choice, like a lifestyle choice. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to, because remember, like we were talking about in Romans, we were saying in Romans, God doesn't control the carnal mind. So if he doesn't control the carnal mind, how do we get there? How do we get there? Because the word is not enough. So how do you get there? Just reading the Bible is not enough because I'm telling you now, 99.9% of the people who read the Bible will never understand it. They do not have the intelligence for it. But if they don't understand it, then what are they supposed to do? That's the, like, that's the real catch 22. It's what are you supposed to do? Well, you get there by following the examples. You don't need to understand because any retard, because here's the thing, this is, comes from that movie, uh, Drum, Drumline. You know, it, it's like a black movie. Everybody's black in there. Yeah, everybody's pretty much black. So one of the guys goes like this, because this is like a real thing. Uh, a lot of blacks don't know how to read. And, and the so guy. I don't goes, know if that was just a lyric from a Kanye West song or if that was. Actually, no, no, it's no. the truth. It, it, it's a lot of blacks don't know how to read. Um, but not that they're illiterate, just that they don't read. Do they not read or they can't read? No, they, they, they were never taught how to read. So this is one of the guys. Okay, so, okay, so in Drumline, it's about a music major, right? So he doesn't know how to read music, but he's a really kick ass drummer. That explains a lot of. So, and, and this is why this. So the coach from another rival drum, like a, a rival band school. Cause like, you know, in the South drum sure. lines and the marching bands, it's a real thing. Yeah. So blacks good. are just really good at it. And uh, many blacks don't know how to read music, but they just, you know, they, they just have not, feel they got the, yeah, they just the play by ear, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, so it's about this movie is about a kid who knows how to play by ear. So the, one of the coaches goes, Hey, look, many folks don't know how to read the word toilet on the door, but it doesn't mean they don't know how to use one. <laughs> because you come to my school, I'll give you a full scholarship because you don't need to know how to read music, <laughs> you know, because he's trying to recruit them. But anyway, but, but, but Nick Cannon's character decides to stay at the school and learn how to read music and blah, 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 blah. But so, and it kind of ties into the Bible. A lot of people will not understand the Bible because it's a really hard read. It, it's, I'm not kidding you. You really have to be beyond but it, Right, but it, it doesn't mean you can't, like what you're saying, it doesn't mean you can't learn from example, learn from people who obviously embody yes. some of those things through their actions. Exactly. So what is that called? See, now think about it. Example? The LG, no, 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 no. See, like, check this out. The LGBTQ whatever community, yeah. this is, they're all about this. They're all about, they always say this all the time. All the time they say this. What oh, lifestyle choices, right? They're always talking about lifestyle choices. So, yeah. but it's the truth. 
It is a lifestyle choice you have to make. I'm not kidding. So, so I guess you you're not. I guess you're not. I guess you're not born into it, then, huh? You're, no, you can't be. Remember, I said that everybody. No, no, I know, but what I'm trying to say is, I'm. This is for everyone listening. It's like I guess you're not born into it. You choose that. Yeah, like to be born again is something I think you have to choose to do. Yeah. Because if you're a Catholic and you know you're just oh, I'm Catholic because I was raised Catholic, but it doesn't mean anything. Because look at the lifestyle most Catholics choose. Come on, the most famous Catholics are. The mafia. <laughs> Come on, those Italian mafia dudes. Yeah, Come you're on. right. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Godfather, da 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 da. It's even in the name, Godfather. <laughs> but come on, the most famous Catholics are all corrupt, just killers. But it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know who says that? It was uh, Joyce Myers. I don't know if you know who she is, but. She's some uh, famous lady on TV. <laughs> She's always talking about that. That's her get down too. Like, and not that that's all I know. She's on TV a lot, but it's the truth. It's a lifestyle choice. And then if Christians choose to be like George Bush, uh, you know, doing coke, getting like, because here's the thing: when George Bush ran, I think his competitor was. Um, the guy from the ketchup company, uh, his, his wife owns all the, the Heinz ketchup. He's a billionaire. Uh, Carrie. No, Terry. It's either John, John Carrie. John Carrie? So, okay. Yeah, I don't know much. So between John Kerry and Bush, their GPA when they were going to Harvard and Yale was a combined, not a combined, an average of 2.3. <laughs> no, two point two point um, two five. Bush, I can definitely see that with because no, I mean, they were yeah. both a bunch of C average people. There were nothing special. I mean, Bush, Bush would say they're rich like, and they come from lineage. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, it, he was. They were born in the good situations. I mean, Bush would. You don't even have to look at his history. Just look at how the guy acts. It's almost comedic. But do you see? It's a lifestyle. See, all of these people have a certain lifestyle. They're all Christian. Carrie's a Christian, but he's a liberal Christian. Uh, Bush is a Christian, but he's a Bush Christian. And, you know, they, they, they were Christian their whole lives. And they, they did drugs and partied and, and did all this stuff. And to this day, they never repented, probably. They just never have. And, uh, you know, and people look at that. And that's why they attack the ones who are, quote, unquote, open about it. Because John Kerry, he's not. You know, he thinks it's a joke. He thinks his religion's a joke. And as long as the left sees that, then they're always going to jump on it. So that's a good they, point. That's a good way to put that together for the listeners who are wondering where this is all adding up to it. That is what you just said right there is the point. He sees it as a joke. Yeah. So it's okay for everybody else to joke about it. With and, it and, and it's okay because when you don't make that claim that you're a Christian, it's, I mean, for a lot of people, it's hard for them to admit that openly, right? then it almost absolves you of any kind of morality. So when you screw up, you don't look like a hypocrite. Because here's the thing, there's this expectation that you got to be blameless or perfect, right? Which is not true. But then here's the thing, a lot of people without God are always going to say, well, if you're a Christian, then why do you do these things? You still sin as a Christian, you know? But we live in a world where you cannot like critique and you cannot rebuke unless you're like 
completely absolved of that thing. It's almost like you can't give anybody advice or tell people how to correct their behavior unless you're doing it themselves, which if we think about it is complete BS. Because here's the thing, you can still, and this is a bad example, but an analogy here would be like for a homeless guy who lost everything due to poor decisions and he tells you not to do the things that he does, you're not going to say, hey, shut the hell up uh, you know, no, you're going to be like, no, your decision-making is what got you here. I can still get something out of it, but that doesn't, that seems to apply to like lifestyle oriented things. Like don't do what that guy did. Right. But you can't do that when it comes to morality. So if it's like a Christian pastor telling someone like, Hey man, being trans, that ain't right. It's like, you were never trans. You don't know what it's like. You can't tell me what to do, but it doesn't seem to apply when somebody else is in a different situation. Like if they were homeless and they, they tell you, Hey, don't do this. Then you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I won't do that. But if it, see, here's the thing. What is that all tied into? It's all about the carnal mind because it's see, easy. Remember here is easy the, to be like that. No, but there's an old saying. And, and I know this is a biblical saying about, you know, glass houses don't throw rocks if you live in a glass house or something like that. <laughs> but it comes from that Jesus saying, the, the one about uh, um, about the sinning, if those, without, those who committed... Oh, oh, yeah, those without sin throw the first stone. Yeah. yeah. And then nobody throw a rock. <laughs> I'm telling you, but it's true. Like, it's amazing how people throw rocks. <laughs> but it's a, it's a trippy thing to see in the Middle East, man. Like, those fuckers, they rocks in their hand. <laughs> it's 2019 2018 and they're still throwing rocks <laughs> what the fuck dude you're throwing a rock yeah but stoning what? is still a real thing in the middle east no, where but... people will pick up rocks like literally they'll bend over pick up the rocks on the ground and start hurling it at each other yeah no but it's it's a but you know Come on, this is like the Stone Age, man. It's like, but you, yeah, they, but it's a real thing. It's like, but it's, you gotta laugh because you honestly think about the Flintstones, you know, when you think about people who would throw stones and it's like, come on, in Jesus' time, that's to be expected. But to this day, these people still pick up rocks and just throw them and they disagree with you. oh man but (laughs) yeah no but see but that's the thing it's like omar comes from a culture who believes in throwing rocks and not throwing rocks is that's the american way yet somehow some way we just accepted this rock thrower into our community and it's like hey you cheated to get in here, you, you know, the whole process. And now you are a representative. Can you imagine that? That That's like insane. It's not just because that. When you, mean, you had her counterparts too, Rashida Tlaib swearing in on a Quran, all this other stuff. There's a slow <laughs> degradation mm. when it comes. It's like, why can't you be like, you know what? I, I'm, I can live with this. If you said something like, hey, I'm a Muslim, but because this is America, I'm going to do it your way, you know? I mean, maybe not swear in on a Bible, but hey, a copy of the Constitution. But it's like these people will refuse to represent America, even though you are a member of the United States Congress. Yeah. No, but see, but the thing is, like, because we have to be careful, because we, we spoke about this before, about freedom of religion. So 
it's not that whether it's a Quran or Torah, whatever, it, it, it's not an, like the government cannot endorse. <laughs> so yeah, that's, like, that's I don't, true too. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I don't, if we told them they had to do that, that wouldn't be freedom of religion. But the thing is like this, and, and this is why I, I, I want to bring up the constitution at this point. It's because of this. The constitution is based on not throwing stones. It really is because right. you are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond, not at a reasonable doubt. It has to go beyond a reasonable doubt with absolute proof. That is why we are a Christian nation. It is a lifestyle choice. Can I ask a question? Do you think yeah, that because our culture is not built on throwing stones, it means that if somebody wanted to come in and start throwing stones, you still wouldn't throw stones. And therefore there's a, but that's the thing. So, but then the thing is like this, the people who do not throw stones, they have absolute proof and still will not throw a stone. And that's the problem. See, because I think that's where everybody's mistaken about what did Jesus mean? Like, what did Jesus honestly mean? Well, Jesus didn't mean, Hey, look, go ahead and kill me. And if I know, if I caught you killing somebody, yeah, it's okay. Cause I'm not going to throw a stone. You know what I mean? That that's not how it works. Like he knew, like he, you know, I, I think like the founding fathers had to have known what Jesus was talking about. That's why they set those rules. The only way to convict somebody is with 100% absolute truth. That's why it goes beyond a reasonable doubt. So beyond a reasonable doubt is 100% absolute truth. Sure. So without absolute truth, you cannot convict a person. So throwing stones is just like based on rumors or a very strong hunch. So you know what I mean? So, and that's the thing. It's like, we know she cheated. It's an absolute truth. Omar cheated. Why? Because her pages are blank at the very least. They're blank. So she cheated to get in here. How come nobody convicted her? Oh, well, I don't want to be looked at somebody who hates Muslims. No, we hate cheaters. <laughs> That's who we hate. We I hate, hate her for her faith. Lawbreakers is what we don't want. Yeah, no, but it's the truth. Yeah. It, it, it's like this. I don't care if she swears on a Quran, but I care that she absolutely 100% cheated to get in here because she's setting a bad example. And that's not what we need. We don't need people setting bad examples because the streets are the ones that get screwed. Always, whenever somebody cheats, like, like uh, here's a, another good example. Um, AOC and the concentration camp statements. I right? know, God. <laughs> Come on. Does she really care about the conditions of the kids? No, she doesn't care about anything. Yeah, and it's the truth. She doesn't. So... You know, it, it's, but does anybody ever call her out on it? They call her out, but the weight of no, it. That's isn't... the right calls her out, but the left. The right calls her out, but the, the left won't, the left won't like, won't correct her behavior. You know, think about it. Cause she's the darling of probably the worst form of progressivism we've ever seen. If you really think about it, like there's like some kind of progressivism that even people who are on the right, like, yeah, I could get around that. You know, I, 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 I basically let it slide at Medicaid and that's about it. 
but she represents the worst form of progressivism because not only is it because here's here's my theory and we talked about this before right with not just millennials but socialism and all that it's not just because there is just the absolvement of all responsibility there's also the absolvement of all accountability and all sort of forms of standards because she's dumb as rocks which means that if you say anything anything Maybe you're wrong about this. It's not even about whether you're qualified or not, but you you can be flat out wrong and saying that to her would be, oh, well, you're just saying that because I'm a woman and I'm a minority. When when progressives take over, there's no standard. There's just not, right? It started with, okay, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's instill social security, Medicare, Medicaid. And arguably, some people on the right would go, you know what? We're fine with that. We can let that slide. We've been doing it close to 100 years. So what, right? But now... You have people like her who are literally advocating for the sky falling, chicken little style, and we're making them leaders. That's what I'm talking about. And Omar is a symptom of that too, because it's just kind of like, well, we stand for open borders, right? It's like, it's kind of, it goes back to the whole participation trophy thing that we talked about. Participation trophies (laughs) is socialism. It's the ultimate, it is. And it's, it's socialism that makes you feel good temporarily, but in reality, you feel like crap because you didn't really deserve it. And that's what, what's going on right here. That's why what we're seeing with Omar, what we're seeing with the left, what we're seeing with AOC is just almost like, oh, I got, and it ties into arrested development, which we talked about too, because you're basically a child at that age and you're whining that you're not getting your way. And you're a child that's probably never been spanked. Probably your your dad probably never beat you. Like I think it's like I'm not saying dads should beat your kids, but nah, you got to beat your kids. But you got to spank. I'm not, I'm yeah. not you got to beat. <laughs> your kids. Like yeah, it's just like these pe- these people. <coughs> I mean, I could go all day about this, but what I'm saying is, there is the absolvement of any form of standard. Forget about morality, right? Because conservatives, it's like you still need a standard. You still need a form of morality. With the left, it's any anyone goes. If you're a fat person, right, we will put you in a place where now you're personal training. You're training people who are are healthier than you are. Like, you'll see that. You'll see out of shape, fat, body positive personal trainers. And it makes no sense. (laughs) No, but I'm telling you, it's a lifestyle choice. (laughs) It's the truth. No, but it's, come on. You know what I mean? But it really is like, it's amazing like to to really think about things like that but it's the truth it re- these are real lifestyle choices it, it's like being gay that that's why they all say the same thing lifestyle choices lifestyle choices oh don't hate but me but they for won't my accept it cuz the thing choices. is if you call them out on it they'll say well god made me this way i was born gay but here's the thing if that's the case why do a lot of these people and i'm not trying to come at gay people here right but why do some of these Unfortunately, people who have the LGBT community who give it a bad name go out there and say, well, I'm just going to go out and convert straight men. James Charles, for example, because if you really believed in that and you lived by your principles, if I was born this way, then you shouldn't be out trying to convert people. You shouldn't be out trying to, because here's the thing. Let's just be real here. Promiscuity is 10 times more rampant if you're gay. It's just the truth. Wait, what was more rampant? Promiscuity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely have more sex with more partners at a higher volume. See, but that's why they try to convert because. 
but that's what like, I'm saying. Dude, you that, know what that, I mean? That, but that goes against the whole notion of if somebody calls you out and you say gay is, is being gay is a choice. So or have you heard that expression of a bull? What do you mean? Like, like take it like, by its horns or? No, no, no. Like, okay. So a bull is a person who can't screw the same person more than once. Oh, really? It's like, it's a real thing. Like, like, like term. Yeah. I don't know. So in biology, a bull, a male, you know, cow is called a bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you were referring to. Sure. So like a bull cannot have fornication with the same cow twice. Like the bull knows, you know, like you try to, you know, put perfume on it and, and try to change the aroma. But the bull knows that it's the same cow. The, the bull will not mate with the same cow more than once. That's just what bulls do. And uh, so there's this saying, like, a lot of guys are bulls. Like, they can't screw or have sex with the same woman more than once. <laughs> you know, it's just how it goes. That's why men are always cheating and stuff like that, because they have that bull mentality. <laughs> And probably why, like in the old days, men used to have multiple wives. Uh, but on that note, gay dudes are like way worse than straight guys. Because a, a gay guy, they have 10 times more sex than straight men. And that's a lot of sex when you really think about it. Because regular dudes, they have a lot of sex. You know, with, with women, especially in today's modern age. Uh, like, I, I think all you people your age had as much sex as I had growing up, you know what I mean? Which was tons. Like, the, that's how I survived because I was having tons of sex. But you got people in their 20s and early 30s having as much sex as I had. Somebody at my age, which was a lot. You never saw women. Like, it, for people my age, having 10 sex partners, that's a lot. That's a lot for a chick. And, uh, that, and that's a lot. Any way you look at it, that's a lot. No, but I know many, many women who, after 50, stop counting. That's and, how and, it works. You stop counting after a certain notch. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, I'm not going to count anymore. And, and I know women who've slept with hundreds of dudes, and it's okay because that's just what they do. That's what Tinder's all about. You know, like dating online, you swipe your phone, you meet somebody randomly, meet somebody, hook up, and that's it. You do that 100 times a year, you know, that's 1,000 dudes in 10 years. But that's what online dating is all about. It's just, and look at all of those people doing online dating. It's insane. Prostitutes are now going out of business because of Tinder, you know, because you could just hook up with somebody. That, but anyway, back to my point. Gay dudes have 10 times more sex than straight dudes. And that's why, I mean, there's only so many gay dudes. And that's why so many gay people try to go with straight guys because it's more of a challenge. It's, it's, you know what I mean? There's something to shoot for. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, and the, here's the thing, though. What I, my point I'm trying to make here is, like, again, I'm not trying to bash anybody, but when people say things like, if, if people get offended when you say it's a lifestyle choice, your orientation is a choice. Yeah, maybe to some degree we're all bisexual, but part of the morality here is knowing what's right for you, right? You don't engage in it. Because here's the thing. <laughs> That's how they can justify sleeping with kids or sleeping with animals for, for God's sake, you know, cause here's the deal. When, when we, when they say things like I was born this way, I just like kids or I just like, you know, when they say that they won't say that when they're going after 
kids who are straight or, or other guys who are straight. They, they won't. They won't acknowledge that. Because if you really believe that principle and you truly were convicted that God made you gay or whatever you want to say, you're not going to go out trying to convert other straight people into being gay. Think of it. it there's dissonance well, there. I, it, there's dishonesty there is what I'm saying. Well, no, but you know, like, and, and somehow, some way, I hope Milo Yiannopoulos hears this podcast <laughs> because he, he admit, openly admits that he's a Christian dude. And, well, so does Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but Pete Buttigieg is lying. I don't believe him for a second. <clears throat> but I do believe Milo because Milo's always open about everything like you know what i mean he's like the howard stern of <laughs> of the gay of the gay conservative world i guess i don't know but um but but here is the thing i honestly do okay like i like i'm the one that said it and and nobody believes me when i say i mean everybody believes it scientifically but if i was to talk to milo or if i was to talk to you know any person you know like yourself People don't believe that we are born bisexual. They just don't. So we are not born anyway. We are born like any other animal. That is God's design if you believe the Bible. But if you believe the Bible, we are designed to make a lifestyle choice. And it's either going to be, you know, straight, gay. Yeah, and, 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 or- and that, what you said right there is true because here's the thing. We're not animals. We're not animals. Yeah, that's why we're given a choice. <laughs> right, right, but people make the justification of, well, dolphins bang each other, male or female. They're dolphins. You a dolphin? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the truth. That's the truth. Are you a dog that will hump male, female? No, you're not a dog. And here's the thing. We're actually elevating humans. We're, we're actually empowering people by saying that because, no, you're not an animal. So therefore, don't go and screw anything that moves. See, but, but, but here's the thing. Nobody could ever say that they're born a certain way because we are all born. A- Omar was born with the proclivity of being a cheat and a criminal. That's, that's just in her code. That's why she cheated to get in here. You know, like if you left Somalia... I guarantee you, you come from a corrupt family. That's how you got here. Because most Somalians who are really victims, they're still in Somalia being victims. They're not all pretending the way Omar is pretending. Because if you know anything about Somalians or anything about those types of countries, they, they you know, like <clears throat> to be gay in Malaysia, it's really hard and yeah. they don't have the resources to get into this country. There is no, you know, UNICEF or some kind of Catholic charities saving gay people in Malaysia because it's too dangerous. So there's no resources. Same thing happened in Somalia. The only people who were able to get out of Somalia were the people committing the crimes. Cause it was hard, hard to get out and it's yeah. illegal to get out. Yeah. Well, not just that, but they were like, eh. and that's how Omar got out. She didn't get out because she was persecuted for being a Muslim. <laughs> it's the truth. In the old days, Somalians used to be Christians. It's always been that way. Well, in the old days, it was either one of two things, Jew or Christian. Yeah, so they were a Christian country. 
And, uh, you know, they live simply, uh, humbly. But then when the Muslims came, took over, they started killing everybody. And, and, and all, oh, God. But anyway, Somalia was a mess. It, it's just the truth. There was famine. You know, it, it's just whatever. And, and, and long story short. And by the way, Muslims being persecuted is not a, a real thing. Muslims no, are not persecuted on the same level Christians are. That's just the fact. No, but Muslims aren't persecuted anywhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no, but that's the truth. So her leaving some, she wasn't a refugee, but because the people she knew, like her family must have known some powerful people and they got her here under the guise of being persecuted, you know, and that's how come she quote unquote married her brother or, or whatever. But that's why there's a lot of irregularities in her because they didn't care. You know what I mean? Everybody was listening to the news at the time. Yeah, there's no, and that's the thing that also bothers me too, is we can't get a straight answer from her and there's no straight story out there, right? Well, because it's, it's, it's a lie. But again, <laughs> again, but that's irrelevant. The, the main thing like I'm hoping everybody's getting from this is the reason why that people are allowed to cheat like Omar is because the people who hold our moral, moral standards you know, like Bush and McCain or whoever. Because look at Meghan McCain on The View. You know, oh God. That's our moral, you know, person. That's our Christian. Example for, for a Christian role model. No, seriously, she's the Christian example. That's why, like, you look at stuff like that, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm glad I'm not a Christian. I'd rather burn in hell than than be hanging out with a bunch of people like that for eternity. <laughs> Seriously, if I had a choice, to, hey, I'd rather burn. <laughs> I'm like, just cut me up a million pieces and reassemble me, cut me up again and then dip me in hot oil. <laughs> and, but it's the truth. I ra I'd rather be that guy burning in hell than hanging out with in paradise with Megan McCain. I guarantee you this. I hate hypocrites. It's, uh, and, and and, you know, not that hypocr uh, hypocrites are so, you know, it's not as bad as rapists or stuff like that, like the Norman Donald joke, but it really does. Like, there's something about those types of people that just turn my stomach. It makes me turn violent. Like, I get angry because, well, maybe because I was a kid, like, like a bunch of hypocrites always, you know, because like, it's the, the hypocrites are the ones that are very good at manipulating you. You know what I mean? Because... You're trusting them, and, uh, and you don't know anybody's intentions, so you have to look at their actions. So if they're a hypocrite, and they're really good at, at hiding their hypocrisy, well, you're going to end up like Bill Cosby's victims with purple drink, fizzing, and thinking, oh, that's just famous people water, and when you drink it, wake up with a Cosby cock in your ass or something. I don't know, but it's just how it works. You know what Look, I mean? Look, <laughs> I was just buying you a drink. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's like, but that's the problem. No, I was buying her a drink. I don't think you... Well, you know, and I think that's why I get so mad at hypocrites because instead of fighting you toe-to-toe, -to -toe, they, they use hypocrisy to, to put your defenses down and then they take advantage of you without <laughs> a punch <laughs> but yeah that's funny but anyway but it's just how it works <laughs> all these people are hypocrites and they do it for a reason because they know they can get away with it it's expected for them to be corrupt and that's celebrated in the left 
And because Christians have this fake morality about not throwing, oh, I, I, you know, I commit sin and I can't throw a stone. Yeah, you can if you have absolute proof. That is what the Constitution says. The Constitution is based on the true meaning of Christianity, which means beyond a reasonable doubt. We, beyond a reasonable doubt, have 100% absolute truth that she cheated on her uh, USCIS papers. It's incomplete. Therefore, she cheated. You have to complete those papers. They can't be blank. They can't be destroyed. You know, there has to be records of this. It has to be verified. She mm-hmm. didn't go through this process, so therefore she cheated. How does she cheat? Doesn't matter. We don't, we don't need all that. That's semantics. You don't have to argue semantics. Just is it absolutely true? Why do I know it's absolutely true? Because in geometry, <laughs> and I don't want to talk about math, but you have to always go back to math. So in math, in geometry, a proof can only be called a proof if it is 100% accurate. If one part of that proof is wrong, it is not a proof. It is a theorem. And a theorem is not a proof, right? So that means it's, it's, it's wrong. A theorem is wrong. It's correct sometimes. It right. can be correct 99% of the time. But that 1% makes it false. And that's the thing. People are living in a world where theorems are okay. No, theorems are not okay because it's false. <clears throat> and I think that's where the devil lives in, in the 99% truthful. But that one little lie makes it all wrong, <laughs> which is why the road to hell is paid with good intentions. Because, yeah. you know, everybody's thinking, well, you know, theorems, theorems, theorems. But it's not about the theorems. It's about the proofs. Only follow the proof. And if it's not 100% absolute, then it's wrong. And she is wrong. Why? Because she might have got 80% correct, but that 20% made it wrong, illegal. So boom, rejected. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how the Constitution set up. You are not to convict people unless there is 100% absolute truth, whether it's murder or whether it's getting into this country. It has to be 100% absolutely true. Why? Because that's how you screen out people who are going to assimilate and not assimilate. We are a country founded on maybe not, you know, the literal words of the Bible, Mm -hmm. but from men who understood the lifestyle choices to be a Christian. Because that's really profound, the whole thing about, you know, your innocent until proven guilty and that guilt has to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt that is the christian thing that that somehow some way incorporated that story about jesus and you want to know you want to know also why that's not just important in christianity but it also is important from our government and a constitutional standpoint I think that why that's powerful is because we all know the flaws of humans. And when you are guilty until proven innocent, as opposed to innocent until proven guilty, think about it. You no longer have rights. That, for that reason, if you were going with the process of guilty until proven innocent, think about it. You got no rights. You got no rights until you're innocent. Because what do they do if you're sort of accused of, of something, right? You're dehumanized. They put you in a jail cell. They'll fine you. They, they, they hold you up and they make your life miserable. You're in some form or another 
enslaved to whatever litigation process is processing you. But if you're innocent until proven guilty, you are still a person. You go on with your life as you should. Let them handle it. They find some dirt on, and you are, in fact, responsible for whatever wrongdoing you've done, then fine. But until then, people see, here's the thing people's lives get made into a living hell with their rights violated because of guilty until proven innocent. Happens all the time. And, and remember, the right has made it their political, you know, cry. We're tough on crime. We're tough so, on crime. And, and here's the thing. That's why things like the Mueller report can happen. That's why things mm -hmm. that are unconstitutional can go on because of that right. aspect that you mentioned right there. Too. Exactly. So, <clears throat> you know, your life is made a living hell because of accusations. And this is not surprising to a lot of people who are listening. But when you say, gosh, it's profound, right? Innocent until proven guilty. Think about the, the bigger aspects, not just because someone's lives get ruined. You're not treated as a person when you're considered guilty. You're not. You're not because, and he goes, for a couple of reasons, if you truly are guilty, then you're obviously deserving of whether whatever punishment, corrective action, reprimand is coming at you. But in the process of that, you can't treat someone like they're already a prisoner. I mean, what does that say about your process as well as uh, how you're going to go about doing this? There's a clear bias, right? And, and it goes back to Omar. It goes back to Omar, AOC, Clinton, because they're granted innocent until proven guilty as opposed to guilty until proven innocent no but you know what what sucks is that the rights always saying they're tough on crime but they always let these people get away with murder literal murder like because you know clinton murdered i mean i don't know if she murdered people but she was behind yeah but you take money from haiti and you let those people starve to death i mean like, yeah, no, but that's the thing. Second degree, third degree, whatever you want to call it, you know. See, and, and, and the right doesn't do anything about it, but then yet they somehow, some way have it in for, well, not us, but like for people like me, you know, now I guess you too, because you grew up in Oakland, and not grew up in Oakland, but you lived in Oakland. Um, I got some hood status. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's the truth. It's like they're easy to persecute us, but yet they're not persecuting the, the biggest criminals on the planet. Some like what Omar did. That's that's a that's one of the biggest crimes in the world, and to this day she's still doing all kinds of crazy stuff out there, you know, with her people doing crazy things. And, and oh man, like it, it's amazing what what people are doing, but they're not convicting anybody. They're not. The guilty are getting away with murder, and then you know they're arresting people who are you know. Well, I don't know if they're innocent or guilty, but they still don't have the same due process as, as, um, as the people on the left. And that's why people lost faith. Like, you know, how many people, you know, why are all the, like every major city, um, you know, and this is why Trump lost the popular vote because in every major city, everybody votes Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you now, the main reason is because of this reason, because the moral majority in this country allowed the immoral people to just get away with murder. And then the people who are honestly just trying to get by, they're the ones getting convicted of crimes. They're the ones filling up the prisons. They're the ones, you know, who are getting you know, shafted with a lack of education, too much policing, 
you know, why, why is this happening? So people, for some odd reason, hate hypocrites more than the actual criminals. And that's, it goes back to the uh, Norm MacDonald joke. It's like, but it's the truth. It's like, oh, you know what's the worst thing? About, like you hear it on the news. Oh, the worst thing about Cosby was he was a hypocrite. <laughs> it's like, really, that's the worst thing. His, his hypocrisy is the worst of it all. Not getting raped, not getting drugged, not the scheming of it. Hypo him being a hypocrite about it. And then because Norm MacDonald says things. Because I'm pretty sure all rapists are hypocrites. I have yet met a rapist that was open about it and said something like, yeah, you know what? I know it's not the politically correct thing to say, but I like raping. <laughs> but it's the truth. How many rapists honestly admit that they're rapists? All rapists are hypocrites. Nobody just admits to doing it. So think about this. The people on the streets, the people in the ghettos, for some odd reason, they believe that hypocrisy is worse than the actual crime. Can you, but that's, that's like loving the devil because the devil is the hypocrite. That's how he gets you to do bad things because he's like, eh, you know, I, I didn't mean to do it. Well, you know, it's funny because the original sin person ever, ever recorded when Eve obviously took the apple when she wasn't supposed to, when mm. she was tempted by it, his question is not, Oh, do this and commit wrongdoing because that would be direct. That wouldn't be hypocr hypocrisy. Hypocrisy came when you look in the book of Genesis when he said, did God really say <laughs> you couldn't take from any from this tree? <clears throat> so the language, it goes back to the language. That's important too because they're not going to say, hey, do this. It's a wrong thing and being wrong is cool. Nah, hypocrisy comes when you think, Oh, well, I'm going to do it anyway because I think it's right, even though everybody else thinks it's wrong. Otherwise, you would own up because nobody actually admits to wrongdoing for the sake of wrongdoing. They admit, they, they go into hypocrisy because number one, you either want to absolve yourself of blame or because you don't know that what you're doing is, is bad. You know, because that's the thing. You're, sometimes you're, hip, you're hypocritical unconsciously. But yeah. it started with that first thing where when, when the devil in the Garden of Eden was like, did God really say you couldn't? He didn't say, oh, take from the – because if he had pitched it like in a pitch and said, hey, take this and you'll be like God knowing good and evil, da-da-da, that kind of thing, it would have been different. But he started it by saying, did he really say – so it's gaslighting. <laughs> and and it, that just shows the Bible is difficult to understand. It really is. It's not easy. It's not an easy book. Adam and Eve got tricked. <laughs> yeah, you got tricked. <laughs> and, and no, everybody gets, because it's not easy. That's why it's a lifestyle choice. Like, we have to under, like, I, I, you know, I hate to say things like this, but I honestly believe only certain people should read the Bible, and then we should just follow. And, I mean, you have to have a leap of faith, you know? And, and you know, like, you have to have faith before trust even comes. You know what I mean? Like you just have to trust in your pastors and your preachers. You just have to before you before you even trust. You just gotta take a leap of faith in these guys. Like you know what? And then if we get screwed, we get screwed. But that's just how it works. You gotta take a leap of faith before trust comes because it's just a reality. But yeah, because the Bible's too hard to understand for most people. I mean, the majority of everybody cannot understand it. It's a complicated book. It just is. And so, you know, can we beat hypocrisy? We could if we 
have good people to follow with the lifestyle choice because why are people gay? You know, lifestyle choice. There's one dude turning everybody gay because he's a bull. <laughs> but that's, come on. You, you, I don't know if you know anybody like that, but there's a lot of dudes, a lot of gay guys I know that love dating straight dudes. It's just how it goes because it's just the thrill, you know, like I got, I got him. I got him. You know what I mean? There's another one, another notch on my belt. I know. I know. Gosh. Lifestyle cho- and then it's like prison, prison in theory is a lifestyle choice. Well, it's a mandated lifestyle choice, but when you get out, you kind of get used to that lifestyle. So when you get out of prison, you're all about sodomy because it's just yeah you know you got aggressions in there but anyway i don't want to go in too long i know we're, yeah we're but that that's a good way to conclude it because we'll definitely dive into this further and it makes a lot of sense now because i think with with uh my thought is with progressivism the manipulation of the language right the absence of morality is what is actually allowing people to just basically say yeah i can get away with anything and, and the thing is you can't really because there is no morality, there are no values, there, there's no standard, which means it's not just about what's right and what's wrong. It's you're not qualified and you can be dumb as rocks and feel like you're entitled to everything. You know, AOC, this is the last thing I'll say is I have student loans too. They need to be for Girl, you make 180 grand a year Plus, you're in Congress, which means you're probably worth millions. You're, you're, you're being funded. And they're going to be dismissed anyway. <laughs> no, her, her student loans, if she's doing government work for the next 10 years, they'll be dismissed. That's how it works because it's federally funded. So, yeah, she's a joke. Just like Obama and Michelle Obama, their student loans were forgiven. They didn't pay it off. You know, he was a senator. He was the president. So after 10 years of government work, those student loans go away. They just do. So they're all full of shit. <laughs> it's just the truth. I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, adding to what you're saying, progressives with their language. But they, yeah. it's like that movie, The Book of Eli. You know, those guys were oh. finding the Bible so they could change the language and rule people with those words. <laughs> and that's what progressives are doing through their words and crying hypocrisy on the right. They're able to get away with murder, literal murder on the streets. It's, it's a literal thing. If you guys yeah, ever want to visit America, visit the streets and you just watch murder. It's just like living in the Middle East, just watching people go to war. But it's just black on black crime, mostly, or black on Mexican crime, or technically Mexican on black crime, because not enough blacks to fight off the Mexicans. But that said, you know, this corruption crap walmart it's just how it's always going to be because nobody has the guts to persecute these people even though it's absolute 100 guilt and that's the thing they oh that crime's not that big of a deal but yet somehow some way people who are real refugees can't get in because they missed a form here or didn't sign a paper a certain way and they got a million bucks to create 10 jobs come on that's bs it's selective and it needs to stop. Well, so yeah. Omar should be somehow, some way kicked out of Congress for lying because, you know, they're held to a higher standard. So it's discourteous treatment to the public. It's dishonesty. It brings shame to the House of Representatives. It does because people don't trust the House because they're all corrupt. Why? Because they're getting away with it. They can really impeach her for things like that. Ethics. 
They're supposed to be held. Your Congress people are held to a higher standard than you. I'm not going to be some leader because I'm a bad man. It's the truth. So why in the hell am I going to run for anything? I'm no better than anybody. But if I elect you, you're better than me. Like Trump is better than, trust me, Trump is a good man. He might have had a lot of divorces and things like that. But man, they went through his ass with a fine through comb and didn't find anything. Seriously, nothing. The FBI, CIA, intelligence agencies from all around the world couldn't find anything on that man. Nothing. So he's a good man. <laughs> he is. He deserves to be president. So, you know, he didn't commit any crimes. He hasn't. He hasn't committed any crimes. And people say, oh, well, Trump did this with the university. No, nah, it's a bad business deal. He had a bad business with Mueller. And, and businesses go bottoms, bottom up sometimes. That's yeah. not illegal. It's just how it works. No, well said, man. We got to cut it there. But thank you guys for listening to the American Maiden Page Show. If you guys have any questions or any inquiries, please send in some emails. We will happily go over them and we will see you all in the next episode. Take care.